Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift off with energizing results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to you, the more effective this will be for you, right? Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Mark Oliver. How are you doing, Mark? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm doing very well, thanks, Uwe. And I'm hanging out in Melbourne, Australia. It's a bit of a forced hangout because we've sort of been locked in the country for two years, but hopefully we're yeah. opening up soon. Don't get me started. <laughs> gotcha. So Mark began his career as a combat and chemical engineer, and his first role was in the UK's 5th Airborne Brigade, where he was a jungle war warfare instructor, helicopter upsell dispatcher, and demolitions officer. He quickly started to get a greater interest in human performance and leadership in particular, and set up Mark II Consulting, with, uh, which provides deep practical insights into leadership. And I think your mission to turn disengaged and unproductive staff into high-performing teams is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Mark. It's my pleasure, Uwe. Thanks for the invitation. Wonderful. So um, shall we get to it? Absolutely. Okay, so here we go. So what I'm first interested in is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they typically face? We work mainly with middle to senior managers of global companies down to SMEs who are struggling to maintain productivity and engagement through an ever more complex business environment. So can you elaborate a little bit about uh, the complexity that they've, um, you know, um, sense or experience on a personal level? So I think that's, uh, I think the most important. Yeah, so what happens, it, it can come in any form, but it's often the The problem that there's change happening, it is often quite high-level change. And the key is how to lead the people and the company or organization through that change successfully. And change by its very nature is unknown. And that brings a whole load of challenges which are not the same as sort of working as normal, you know, within sort of everyday challenges. And change is a bit the order of, of the day. Oh, it has been for several years now, if not longer. So it might be a, an organization that's had to, I worked with one big port and it needed to, it was tasked to sell off its container terminal because the government wanted income from the sale and how to set and change the culture, produce a leadership culture, which would enable that to be done effectively and make it attractive to the buyers. And in that particular case, it was thought that they would sell for 2.1 billion Australian dollars and they sold for 5 billion. And the equity buyers said a significant amount of the increase that they were prepared to pay was because of the leadership culture that had been sort of evolved and was evident in the organisation. Excellent. So, and, uh, you know, typically, you know, there are these hurdles and uh, we make mistakes. We are human. So what are common mistakes typically are made, you know, when trying to solve that kind of problem? There are a number. The key one is that, that we apply or think that good decisions based on IQ intelligence 
is going to solve the problem. And for our most challenging problems, we need to apply a different way of thinking. And it's applying an innovative way, which is nothing to do really with IQ. It's the way that we look at ideas and come up with novel applications. And there is no correlation between being high or low IQ and being innovative or not innovative. So it's that openness to innovation and risk, which can be very uncomfortable for many of us. Yeah, speaking of uh, feeling uncomfortable, so in these times, do you feel that, you know, um, we are getting better in, you know, overcoming these challenges? Um, you know, just from a, from a corporate perspective. So do you feel it's easier for folks because of all the challenges they go through uh, in their daily life now uh, when bigger changes arise? Is that already something we can measure at all or have a sense of it? But I think we, there's two things at play here. We're getting better. People are, are learning more. There's systems that are better set up. There's technology that helps us. So on one side, we're getting better at dealing with the challenges. The problem is the complexity of the challenges is also increasing. And if you look, I, I sometimes use the example of cars. You know, To produce a car is quite difficult. And if you look at a standard Toyota car, let's say a Corolla, a model that's been around for some time, you look at the standard fit out for a 1990 Toyota Corolla, and in Australia at least, the 2020 sells for about the same money as you had to pay for a 1990 Corolla, but it's a completely different car. If they tried to sell the 1990 one now, it no doubt would flop. The expectations, a whole range of reasons that although we're getting better at it, The complexity is rising. The question is, which is going up first, faster? And I'm not sure. I think it probably depends in different areas. Well, it's an interesting perspective, though. Thank you for sharing. Um, so, and so before I ask Mark, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Mark, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement, you know, when they're facing these kinds of issues? Well, a key thing is to increase your self-awareness because self-awareness is the gift that um, always gives basically and we're all on this sort of continuum of self-awareness nobody has no self-awareness but nobody has perfect self-awareness and th the key is to keep increasing the self-awareness we'll never get to 100 but every step we take helps us and those around us significantly and one sim simple thing you can do is if you go to the mark II consulting website and i, I think perhaps It will be at the bottom somewhere. But if you go to that website, there's a free leadership personality quiz. It only takes five minutes to do it. It's surprisingly accurate. And it gives you your key strengths, key development areas, and a couple of key blind spots your style is likely to have. So that's one. And I'm going to give you another bonus. On that same page, you can actually look at an eight-minute uh, interview that I had on Channel 10, which is a, a, one of Australia's sort of major TV programs. And in that, I explained the IQ myth, the myth that there's only one human intelligence. And your listeners might find that interesting. 
Wonderful. I was hoping you're giving us a little bit more than just one free resource. So now you got it. <laughs> so you got more resources. And I, I bet that uh, on your website, we can find a lot more of that. So thank you for sharing. We'll put the link in the show description so folks can definitely check it out. Thank you so much, Mark. So um, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Before I answer that, maybe I missed and I might have misunderstood because you also asked for a free action, didn't you? Eva, well, free, I, I thought the awareness kind of like is, is the, the kind of like being yes. aware of that and uh, the free resource. But if you have something else to share, uh, feel free, please. One action that I would say is that yeah. when we're in work, we're always sort of being assigned tasks regularly or assigning tasks. And a key thing is always to give the purpose or reason for a task, not just what the output is and by when you want it. Because that enables people to apply their diversity to the problem. By understanding why, it opens up their choice of action. It also enables them to use more initiative and makes it not only a better result typically, but much more satisfying for them. And in these times of high turnover, it helps to keep them in the organization. So I guess I'd add that if that makes sense. No, that makes total uh, perfect sense. And so I just might add, so it's, it's in the sense of like, if you co-create, you support, uh, you know, change in that matter or the challenges of transformation in that matter. Yes. And uh, yeah, so we agree with that. Fantastic. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's super important to have the, always comes back to the why and sharing that uh, with, uh, with the people so you can work on that together and you're on, on the same level in, uh, addressing the issue, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with that. Either. Cool. All right. So coming back to my question, um, so I hope you had some time to think about it. What's the one question yes. I should have asked you <laughs> that would be of great value? It's a very good question. And the one I would say is to ask me, if IQ is one of the human intelligences, what are the others? And if I was to answer that, there are three others. So IQ is really about our ability to apply principles and no principles in order to solve complicated problems. The second human intelligence is emotional intelligence, which many of your listeners will have heard about, which is your, our ability to manage our feelings so that we can build healthy relationships. Now, IQ and EQ is oppositely correlated, so we're all naturally high IQ and therefore low EQ or vice versa. And, of course, it's better to be high both. And a lot of my work is helping people build and increase both of those intelligences. So I've shown people for decades how you can increase your IQ, which many places don't realize that's the case. But there are two other very important intelligences, and all of these are independent. The first one is physical intelligence, which is our ability to recognize, identify details around us so that we can adjust to our physical reality. And the last is spiritual intelligence. I'm not talking about religion here. It's about our ability to come up with imaginative ideas so that we can come up with creative solutions and innovative solutions. Now, all of us are naturally high in a couple of those intelligences and naturally low in a couple of those intelligences. So the reality is everyone you meet is more intelligent than you in some ways, and in some ways you're more intelligent than them. That's the reality. But if we buy into the myth of IQ, that there's only one intelligence, typically IQ, which is what is typically measured 
by academics or academia. Now we have the illusion of stupid and clever people. And it's a very unhelpful illusion to run with. Wow, I love these insights. And uh... This is fantastic. I just learned so so much and just, you know, realized that, you know, having these different areas of intelligence, you know, that makes total sense. It's about the diversity that we are talking about of, uh, you know, and which part is more developed and not. So if we are aware, again, coming to what you mentioned earlier, uh, create that awareness about our own intelligences, you know, what might be happen? What uh, are we possibly Uh, able to do right so exactly Uwe, exactly and that, and as you said it comes down to self-awareness it's not better to be high in to these two and low in these two or whatever the key is knowing which we're high in which we're low in and people are different and if we know that then there are things you can do to build your low ones because the low ones are our derailers in life those are the ones that tend to cause us to trip up most heavily And you can build them significantly. You, want to, you don't have to. It's personal choice. And you've got to know how to. And a lot of my work is helping people. I've got some very powerful strategies where people can build their low intelligences as well. So now we're moving fast towards my last question, because this is kind of like really at the core, so, uh, according to my experiences. And, uh, you know, it's a personal question that I have for you, but it taps into the realizations of uh, us internally. So my question here is, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? It's an extraordinary question, actually. And I'm glad you prompted me because I, it's uh, It sort of left me a bit speechless initially, but thinking about it, we, and I'm talking about my whole family, so I have two sons. Uh, they're grown-up sons, so they left Australia traveling 10 years ago, and they haven't come been back. They both currently live in Spain, and one works on sort of billionaires' cruise ships, and the other um, does teaches English and so forth. So, but when we were when they were, we were together when they were younger. I went to the Great Barrier Reef and I got the whole family scuba diving. So I've scuba dived for some time, but I got them all scuba diving. And that and they were quite young. And that actually was a bit of a worry for me and my wife, actually. Um, but it was beautiful area to scuba dive and it all seemed to go well. Well, that's a wonderful uh, memory uh, that you just shared. So, and you know, I always advocate for more goosebumps in your family because, you know, just to create them gives you more memories and therefore, you know, happier family life. Wonderful. So, yeah. so thank, thank you for sharing this beautiful uh, memory and this beautiful goosebumps moment, Mark. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Thank you very much for the invitation. And it's lovely talking with you. Great questions. Love the questions. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.